Hello everyone, Rabbi Danny Eisenberg here and welcome to Parsha Inspiration. Parshat Chukat contains one of the most baffling stories but also a very sad story about how Moshe is told that he's not going to enter the land of Israel. This is the famous story that takes place somewhere called Meimeriva where the people lack water and they complain bitterly to Moshe at which point Hashem tells Moshe to take the mater, the staff, gather the people in front of a rock and speak to it in front of them and it should give them water and they will be able to drink. Moshe takes the stick, gathers the people, makes a speech where he calls them rebels, strikes the rock twice with his stick, and at which point the water comes out and the people drink. Hashem tells Moshe and Aaron that because they didn't believe in Hashem and sanctify his name in front of the people, they will not bring the people into the land. Now one of the big questions here was how did they fail to sanctify Hashem's name here? After all, it's true they didn't do exactly what Hashem said. He said, speak to the rock, they hit the rock. But at the end of the day, a miracle was performed and the people could see that Hashem was performing miracles on their behalf. So isn't that a Kiddush Hashem, a sanctification of God's name in front of them? And was that really such a big deviation from what Hashem wanted that because of it, they don't deserve to go into the land of Israel? There are many different approaches to this question. One of the very interesting approaches contrasts this event with what happened 40 years earlier at a place with a very similar name, Masa Umriva, where the children of Israel, having just left Egypt, also complained that they didn't have water. And there Hashem told Moshe to take his mater, his staff, and hit the rock. So why was it that 40 years earlier he was told to hit the rock, whereas this time he was told to speak to the rock? The answer is that hitting to the rock and speaking to the rock represent two different ways that Hashem interacts with the world. Hitting the rock, it represents the idea that the transcendent supernatural God comes and overpowers nature. This is what Hashem did 40 years earlier. He took the people out of Egypt with miracles and he overpowered Paro. He brought them to Har Sinai where he was, there was thunder and lightning and all kinds of supernatural effects. Why was all that necessary? Because the Jewish people who got used to a powerful leader like Paro controlling their lives could only appreciate the language of power and strength. They needed to see that Hashem was more powerful than Paro and Hashem was more powerful than nature. That was what they would appreciate and respect. And in that way, they would develop awe of Hashem and a sense of obedience to Hashem's will. In a sense, after being slaves for centuries, the only kind of leadership that they appreciated was one of cracking the whip, of asserting control. However, that kind of dominant leadership model that Hashem had to assert when they first came out of Egypt is not the kind of relationship Hashem ultimately wants to cultivate with the Jewish people. Ultimately, the kind of relationship Hashem wants to cultivate with the Jewish people is one where He can speak to them. and They will listen to Him, not because He's more powerful than them, but because they see that Hashem loves them and cares them and looks after them and wants the best for them. And the relationship that Hashem wants to have with the natural world is also not one where Hashem has to dominate it and control it, but rather one where the natural world becomes suffused with Kedusha, with holiness and elevated and submits to Hashem's will of its own accord, so to speak. Now, the generation that first came out of Egypt could not relate to such a concept. As newly freed slaves who were worried where their next meal would come from, they didn't yet have the trust in Hashem that he would care for them and look after them and really want their best interests. But after the Jews had wandered in the desert for 40 years and being fed with the man and Hashem protected them from their enemies, this was a new generation that was ready to encounter Hashem on a different level. They saw that Hashem was dedicated to them and therefore they would be able to have him speak to them and they would respond. And they were also ready to be shown that when they entered the land of Israel, the idea is not going to be that they're going to be miracles popping out all over the place all the time. The land of Israel is a natural place, but it's a place that is suffused with Kedusha, with holiness. And life will be miraculous, but not miraculous in a supernatural way, but in a natural way. The Jewish people will be able to see Hashem's hand behind the natural world. This was the special lesson, the Kirush Hashem, that Moshe and Aaron were required to demonstrate to the people. 
to show them that they are moving into a new era, an era where their relationship with Hashem will be transformed to the next level. The problem is that Moshe and Aaron did not realize the change that had taken place in the people over these 40 years. Although outwardly their complaints sounded the same as the generation before, but this was a new generation, and they could be educated differently to have a different kind of relationship with Hashem. Through their mistake, Moshe and Aaron demonstrated that they were not the right kinds of teachers and leaders for this coming generation. You needed a new kind of leader who was able to appreciate where the nation was at and not to instinctively go back to the old style model of hitting the rock. This message is really important in our generation as well. Once upon a time, parents directed their children in a more forceful way and children understood that it was their place to listen and it wasn't their place to challenge authority. These days, however, a forceful approach doesn't work and parents and leaders have to speak to people in order to get them on side, in order to let them know that they are loved and respected. And when it comes to appreciating Hashem as well, it's not the forceful approach. We don't see open miracles today to try and win people over to, to believe in Hashem. People have to learn to see Hashem's hand within the natural world. So the kind of leadership and educational models we need today are those that focus on speaking to the rock and not hitting it. Thank you for joining us, and I want to wish everybody a Shabbat Shalom.